0: Hello, hello. Welcome back. This is episode number 229. And today, we are going to dig into the truth about belly fat. And honestly, there were a lot of different titles that would have applied to this episode. It could have been entitled the truth about appearance goals. Um, A lot of people, whether they realize it or not, they think they have weight loss goals. But their true desire is a different appearance. They want their body to look Different. And so we're going to get into that today. But first, let me say this. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. If you're not subscribing to this podcast, what are you doing? Subscribe. And if you are, then thank you for that. There are tons of podcasts out there. You choose to listen to this one. And for that, I'm incredibly thankful. And I hope that each and every episode is beneficial for you. And my goal is to make today beneficial. My goal is to make today beneficial as we talk about your potential goals. So As I said, this episode could have been entitled The Truth About Belly Fat. It could have been called The Truth About Appearance Goals. Another potential title would be Weight Loss Goals That Might Be Sabotaging Your Happiness. Today, we're also going to discuss what I call the Dissatisfaction Equation, which is basically a recipe for being perpetually unhappy. Wow, sounds like a ton of fun, right? (laughs) Corey, I'm going to be sure I hang around for this, but here's the thing. Don't miss it. Once you're aware of these things that I'm going to discuss today, and once you begin to understand them, then you can also begin to make more intentional decisions about your weight loss goals and your belly fat, and you'll be empowered to not be stuck in unhappiness. Does that sound good? I hope so. (laughs) See, here's the truth. There are some weight loss and fitness goals that can just really make you miserable, which is kind of crazy if you think about it, because the whole reason we're doing this is to not be miserable, right? Like the whole point is the opposite of miserable, is to feel better and be happier about our body and our health. But some goals are like little seeds of dissatisfaction and discouragement. And when you set these goals, it's like planting these seeds. And in time, they sprout and grow. And before you know it, you might even feel and be more discouraged, more defeated, and less happy than you were before you started. So the obvious question is, what are these goals that sabotage you and might wind up making you miserable? Here we go. Goal number one, lose my belly. Well, what are your goals? Well, you know, Corey, man, I just, man, I want to lose this belly. Corey, you know, I've always wanted to see my abs. Another one. I want to get rid of X Y Z. Whatever, it's different things for different people. I, I, man, I want to get rid of this fat on my thighs. Oh, I want to get rid of this muffin top. I hate it when I sit down and my my stomach just looks like a muffin. It goes over the top of my jeans. Man, I want to get rid of this all this jiggle on my arms, like these you know this fat that hangs down on the back of my arm. I want to get rid of that. I've had other people tell me I don't. I, I want to have no cellulite. I want to lose or burn or get rid of or tighten up, whatever. All of this dimply cottage cheese cellulite. Got to get rid of it. Got to go. No cellulite. For ladies, some of you ladies out there, especially if you're on social media much, you may have a goal to have a nice tight butt that sits up and it doesn't sag down, right? We are living in the age of the butt. (laughs) My wife and I talk about this. It's like, man... There's this uh, massive obsession with butts and having a certain type of butt. And this is especially true for, I mean, true for men too, maybe, but true for a lot of you ladies. For men, I often get a slightly different appearance-related goal. For some men, it's, oh, I, I want to get rid of the fat on my chest and really have some muscle there instead. Like, I want to I have actual pecs. Like, I want a tight, strong, muscular chest. I don't want to have this fat on my chest. Ugh. So Here's the thing. What's really at the heart of all of these goals that I just listed, and maybe you can connect with one or many of them, but what's really at the heart of them is I want to look a certain way. I want to like the way that I look. We live in such a visual world from television to Instagram and magazines and all sorts of things. It's no wonder many of us are are borderline obsessed with how we look or how we don't look. It's why we buy so many clothes, why we pay so much for getting our hair cut or styled or coloring. It's why the beauty and cosmetic industry is a multi, multi multi-billion dollar industry. And I'm not saying there's anything evil or wrong with it. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with wanting to like the way you look. Not at all. I get it. I want to like the way I look too. But when this desire to like our appearance intersects with our body and how our body looks, problems can. Arise. To a degree, we have tremendous control with other aspects of our appearance. Hair, skin, nails, and clothing can make a huge difference. But when it comes to our body, our control starts to slip, slip, slip away (laughs) because we can't always control how our body responds. Enough makeup and the right hairstylist and products and you can almost always achieve a look that you're happy with or fairly happy with just ask Oprah. (laughs) I will never forget when I saw a picture of Oprah without makeup, I was like, holy smokes, I was blown away. She looked so different. Now, please don't misunderstand. I'm not saying she looked bad or she was ugly. Not at all. It just looked very different. Very different than the Oprah that I would typically see on TV. My point is this, like, we have much better control over other aspects of our appearance than we do with our body. Now, Before anyone gets the wrong idea, I am not saying that some people are just doomed and can't lose weight. No, 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 not at all. What I am saying is, you can lose weight, but that won't necessarily bring the look that you want. We think we have weight loss goals, but often the real underlying goal is a different appearance. Like we said, we want to like the way we look. Lose my belly. Get rid of the fat on my thighs. Have no cellulite. All of these are appearance based you may you may be like yeah exactly dude like we just talked about how important appearance is in our culture now I hear you but like I said the problem is that changing our body's appearance often doesn't happen how we think it will or how we want it to I've discussed this before but it's worth repeating so we're gonna dig into it just a little bit more and then we'll we'll bring it all together Someone will have a goal of losing 20 or 30 or 50 pounds when in reality, they just want to lose the weight because they think it will bring the appearance that they really want. But that is not necessarily true. We have this idea that all of that 20 or 30 pounds that we lose will come from a trouble area that if I can lose 20 pounds, I'll be rid of this belly. If I can lose 30 pounds, then I won't have this fat on my thighs anymore. My thighs won't touch. They won't rub together when I walk if I will just lose 30 pounds. And it's almost not conscious, but we have that idea. We have that belief. We believe that losing that 30 or 50 or 20 pounds will reshape our body into that vision we have. And honestly, most of the time, that's just not how it works. I can't tell you how many times I've seen people lose the 25 or 30 pounds that they want to lose, or maybe even that last 5 or 10 pounds. So technically, they achieve their goal. Yay! And then they're so confused and disappointed Because their body still doesn't look how they want it to look. They don't look how they envisioned they would. They don't, they've achieved their weight loss goal and they still don't like the way they look. The root problem here is that we equate a number on the scales to a certain physical appearance. We think, "Mm, if I can get to this weight, then I'll look like that. And that's just not true at least not the majority of the time. Here's what's so important to understand. Losing weight will certainly change how you look, absolutely. But if you're going after a very specific appearance, then just losing weight will probably not get you there. There's so much more to molding or sculpting your body into a certain shape than just losing weight. Now, here's the good news and the bad news. Just losing weight is easier than striving for or demanding a certain look or a certain body. So just losing weight in the grand scheme is easy compared to that. So if you're that's that's great. But if your goal is appearance-based, it can be a little tougher. Now, here's the thing. You can absolutely do it. It's just good to know that it's going to be challenging. And it's going to require a lot more than just seeing the number on the scale go down. Again, the point is, you may think you just need to lose some weight, but what you might truly want is the different appearance that you think will come from losing that weight. And while you will certainly look different. Absolutely. If you lose 20 or 30 pounds, as I said earlier, it will not necessarily deliver the appearance you desire. You will not necessarily lose your belly. There's a really good chance you'll still have some cellulite. Your arms will probably still jiggle a little bit and you will still have some fat on your thighs and they may still rub together when you walk. Now, let me be clear. Am I saying that it's impossible and there's no way you can get rid of these things or change these things? Like you're just doomed to having a big belly and having belly fat for the rest of your life. And there's nothing you can ever do to get rid of the cellulite, or cellulite however you say it, I don't know, <laughs> or, you, or the fat on your thighs. Like you're doomed. No, not at all. I believe that you can absolutely achieve almost anything you want with your body. But the question you'll eventually have to face is this. Turn up the volume. (laughs) Are you ready? This is the question you're going to have to face. Is it worth what it's going to take to get there? Am I willing to make all of the necessary and possibly drastic changes to continue sculpting my body into what I want? And for some people, the answer will be yes. Yeah, I think it is worth it. I'm going to keep going. Great. That's fantastic. For others... Mm, it will be a no now nah, you know what I don't think it is worth it that's too much that's too stressful that's too much for me right now and that's fantastic too there's nothing wrong with either answer so to help you work through this let me give you a little a little background a little insider info about what it takes to get to that next level of results and truly change your appearance and how this can unfortunately create a recipe for unhappiness if we're not careful Now, just a quick little reminder here. I'm speaking from experience. I was a national level bodybuilder for just over 10 years, a little over a decade. I've stood on stage with 3% body fat, ripped abs, cut arms, zero cellulite, zero flub, no jiggle. And let me tell you, it's pretty cool to look that way. It is. It's pretty cool. You feel like, wow, I, I feel like I could be on the cover of a magazine. It's great. But it's also pretty dang miserable, too, if we're just being honest. Backstage, every single competitor that looks like the cover of a magazine, every competitor, every one of us, we cannot wait to finish the contest and go chow down. Looking like a ripped fitness model requires what I call strategic starvation. Oh, boy, that sounds fun, Corey. Tell me more about that. But here's the thing. You're not just strategically starving yourself. It's also crazy time-consuming, too. Dropping your body fat, really sculpting your body, and getting your body to that level is a freaking full-time job. It takes incredible time, energy, and effort every single day. You have to change so many things about how you eat and live and work out that you can easily, if you're not careful, you can become kind of a social outcast. Yet, many of us are looking at pictures of people who do this for a living. Fitness influencers, come on, Corey, get it together. Fitness influencers on Instagram, fitness competitors, and experts on magazines and other social media. We're looking at these people, these professionals, and before we know it, it creeps into our brain and our desires. Man, you know, I want to look more like that. I want to get rid of this fat on my belly. I want to see my abs. I want to lose this jiggly fat on my thighs. And why not, right? I mean, I see these people. They've done it, so I know it's doable. Plus, they show simple 15-minute workouts and a cute little recipe that will help me get there. (laughs) Oh, that's such BS. Look, think about this. A fitness model, those people that you're looking at, a lot of them, maybe not all of them, but a lot of them, especially the fitness influencers and the fitness models, it, that's the only professional. It's their freaking job to look like that. It's the only professional where other people look at them and think, "Hmm, I want to be that way. I want to look that way too, and I'm going to do it in my spare time. <laughs> it's the only profession that we do that with. I don't go to my doctor and say, wow, what you do is pretty cool. You know what? I want to do this too. I should be able to diagnose diseases and do surgeries too. No, we don't do that. We don't look at Olympians and say, that's pretty awesome. You know, in my spare time, between my full-time job, raising my kids, social responsibilities, and trying to get a little sleep here and there, between all of that, I think I'll learn how to do all of the incredible flipping and twisting from the high dive, (laughs) because that seems pretty cool. We don't do that because we know it's kind of absurd. We understand that to be a doctor or an Olympian, it is a full-time job. It is a massive commitment. It requires tremendous work, tons of hours of study and practice. And for Olympians, there's often a really strong genetic component as well. We understand that. We get it. But that's not the case when it comes to looking really fit. We don't see it in the same light as becoming a doctor or an Olympian. We want to look a certain way and often... Even though we don't realize it, it's like the body equivalent of saying, I want to hike Mount Everest. I want to be a doctor. I want to be an Olympian. Uh, Do you really? Is it worth it? Is it worth the time, energy, effort, and sacrifice that it's going to take? And look, here's the thing. If you want to compete in physique sports or if you want to have that look like a fitness model, then do it. Go all in and accept everything that comes with it and everything that you have to get give up to get it. But you also need to understand and fully embrace a very important realization. Whatever results you get, you then have the full-time job of keeping them. <laughs> Achieving results with our body is not like college, where you put in the work, get your degree, and then you're done. Nope. (laughs) It's not like that. I don't look like I did when I was competing in bodybuilding. Why? Because it's basically impossible to sustain and maintain if you want a somewhat normal life. As soon as you act like a semi-normal person again, you'll start gaining back a little fat. Now, I'm not talking about massive, terrible rebound weight gain but your body will start to change a little bit. It's fleeting. It's not like you achieve it and it just stays. It takes constant attention. Everything in life is a transaction. Look, if if you want huge, over-the-top results, you have to pay the price. You have to put in huge, over-the-top discipline and effort. And you'll eventually achieve it. And it will eventually go. It will go away. (laughs) If or when you're no longer putting in that huge, over-the-top discipline and effort. So, if you're dead set on losing your belly, getting rid of your cellulite, seeing your abs, or having really toned legs, that's perfectly fine. That's okay. I support you. If that's what your goal is and you're, you're dead set on it, go for it. Do it. Go all in and accept everything that comes with it and everything you have to do and everything you have to give up. And this so nicely and neatly bumps us up against what I like to call the dissatisfaction equation or the recipe for unhappiness. And again, if we think of it like an equation, right? An equation says like X plus Y equals Z, that kind of thing. So the equation for dissatisfaction is this. Really, really wanting something plus not being willing to do what it takes to get it equals perpetual dissatisfaction. It's it's like me saying, if we take the doctor example from earlier, like, I really want to be a doctor. Oh, it would be so cool. I really want to be a doctor. But wait, hold on. I have to go to school for four years, get a pre-med undergrad degree. Okay, all right. Then I need to study for and take the MCAT and get at least a certain score on the MCAT so that, I can hopefully get into a med school, then I need to go through the application process and then finally get accepted by med school, which will probably be in a different geographical location. So I'll need to move to the med school and then actually go to school and study my butt off and do the tests and exams and the labs and all these things for four more years. And then after that, assuming I can pass all that, then I'll need to spend another four to seven years in residency. Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Being a doctor, that sounded pretty cool, but, you know, I'm not sure I really want to do all of that. But, you know, I really want to be a doctor. (laughs) That's perpetual dissatisfaction. That's the recipe for unhappiness. Too bad, so sad. You either do what it takes or you don't get it. This makes me think of a quote I heard recently from Jim Quick. I'm not sure if he's the first person to say it or not. But he said, you can't be upset by the results you didn't get from the work you didn't do. (laughs) And that's exactly what the recipe for unhappiness with our body is. We get upset, unhappy, dissatisfied that we don't look a certain way when we really didn't do the work or make the necessary changes or maybe we just weren't consistent enough to get those results. The bottom line is that this puts us, it puts you in a constant state of unhappiness, discontentment, and it honestly, it makes you waste countless hours of time and energy chasing something you're never going to have if you're not willing to do what it takes to get it. Now, that may seem really discouraging, and I don't mean it to sound discouraging. It's just the facts of the matter, but here's the good part. There's a really simple solution. It's simple and can be so freaking liberating, but it's not always easy to do. So the simple solution is this. You have two options. You either adjust your goal or you adjust your effort. That's it. That's it. There's no magic. That's it. <laughs> you adjust your goal. You go, you know what? Maybe I do, Maybe Hey, maybe I don't want to be a doctor after all. When I look at what all is required, maybe I don't want to do that. For you, maybe, you know what, okay, yeah, I'd like to lose some weight. I'd like to have better energy, but maybe I'd, you know, maybe I'm not dead set on seeing my abs or, you know, losing all of this fat on my thighs or whatever it is. So you either adjust your goal or you say, no, 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 no. I'm not adjusting my goal. I am not adjusting my goal. I do not want my thighs to touch when I walk. I am getting rid of this fat on my chest. Whatever, I'm getting rid of this belly. It's done. I'm not adjusting my goal. Okay, great. That's fine. It's time to adjust your effort. It's as simple as that. So, if after all that I've shared, you're absolutely committed to your appearance goals, you do not, like I just described, you do not want to adjust your goal, then here's the truth that I want you to understand about belly fat, about cellulite, uh, about losing fat on your thighs or your chest. Here's the truth about changing your appearance. It took you a while to get to where you are now. (laughs) It took you a while to gain it. Or you might have been this way the majority of your life. So it's probably going to take you a while to lose it. It's not a sprint. It's going to take some time. Think of it as like shaving away. It's like using a razor, not a chainsaw. We want to use a chainsaw. We want to do it fast and be done. But that's not how it works. Losing body fat And gaining some lean, toned muscle, that's how we resculpt our body. That's what it is. Lose body fat and then gain some lean muscle. It takes time. Our bodies will change, but they tend to be resistant to change also. You will get results if you're putting in the time and energy and effort and consistency and discipline. If you're doing those things, you will get results. But it's going to take some time. And yes, your genetics play a role. Does that mean that you can't get results? Oh, Corey, I knew it. I've got terrible genetics. I can't get results. No, it doesn't mean that. Not at all. Might it be harder or easier for you than someone else? Absolutely. Absolutely. Your genetics will play into that. Is it fair? Nope. (laughs) No one ever said weight loss and changing your body was fair. Is it fair that I wanted to be a professional basketball player when I was a kid, but then I grew up to be a whopping five foot eight grown man with, with just slightly above average athleticism? Nope, that wasn't fair to my childhood dreams. But you know what? Here's the thing. Don't miss this. I'm almost 45 years old and I still play basketball, and I have a blast. I didn't throw out the baby with the bathwater. I didn't just quit when I realized I was never going to play in college, much less play in the NBA. So if after hearing all of this, maybe those appearance goals that you had really aren't worth it, and maybe you do wanna adjust your goals, and you aren't willing to make all those sacrifices to look a certain way, then please, whatever you do, don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. This does not mean you should give up on losing weight or improving your health and just feeling better. Not at all. It just means that you might need to adjust your perspective and, as we've said, adjust your goal a little bit. And I believe, (laughs) I believe wholeheartedly, if you find a new goal that's a better fit for you and your lifestyle, things will automatically feel lighter, no pun intended, just they will feel lighter and more fun because you finally escaped the dissatisfaction equation. You understand the truth about belly fat and appearance goals, and you've decided to stop mix, mixing up that recipe for unhappiness. You've decided to adjust your goals to better fit you and your life. Now, I'm pretty sure I might have told this story before on the podcast, but it's so applicable here, so I'm going to share it again. For years and years, I had a, a longtime client, this this lady, who was wonderful and so much fun, and she was incredibly fit and for a lot of the time that I worked with her, I had never met her husband. I had no idea what her husband was like. And I, I'm sure I had these thoughts or ideas in my head of what he might have been like because she was really super fit and that was a really big priority for her in her life. And at one point she told me, she's like, oh, no, no, no. hes He's kind of a little different from me. She said, you know, he's got, and she smiled really big. And I could just see the, the the love in her face and in her eyes. She said, you know, he's got a little bit of a belly. And she paused for a moment and she said, you know, he's the kind of guy, when you look at him, you can just tell he's had some fun in life. <laughs> and I thought, what a beautiful, wonderful description of someone. And I eventually met this man. And he was, as she described, he wasn't incredibly obese or terribly out of shape but he wasn't super ultra fit either and he did have a little bit of a belly and he was a jovial fun guy and the first time I met him he came up and gave me this massive hug and just squeezed me and and was so much fun so I hope that you can see how this man whether he realized it or not chose to kind of adjust his goals in life His wife had certain goals, he had certain goals, and his included, you know, maintaining a certain level of fitness, but not so extreme that it inhibited on the other fun parts of his life. I hope you can see that, and I hope that will help you determine maybe what a new goal could be for you. I hope that will maybe help you escape the dissatisfaction equation and stop brewing up that recipe for unhappiness. And if you're on the other end of this spectrum and you are dead set on your appearance-related goals, man, I support you. I did that, like I said, for over a decade when I was competing in bodybuilding. And it can be amazing and incredibly rewarding. But just remember, whatever results you get, you do have to work to keep those. (laughs) I don't mean that discouraging. I just mean that as a statement of reality. All right, my friends. I hope this has been helpful. And I hope you'll share it with someone who might need to hear it. Or maybe even share it on social media and tag me in it. Say hello. I'd love to say hello back. I also hope that you know that there's so much more to you than a number. So don't let the scales get all up in your head and dictate your mood or your emotions or just dominate your headspace. No, no, no. You're so much more than that. And losing weight's incredible, but as we've shown with this episode, losing weight is about so much more than just seeing the number on the scales go down. Often we want a different appearance, and what we really want, we just want to live a life that we enjoy. We, we, we want a certain life, and we think the scales will bring that. But losing weight is about so much more than the scales. Losing weight is about gaining life and having that life that you really want. And I know you can do it. I believe in you 100%, and even if you don't believe in yourself, that's perfectly okay. I got you back. You keep coming back. I'll keep working on you. We will get you there. Thank you all so much for your time. God bless. Bye bye